Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. I'm so excited because today is Easter Sunday and He is risen. <laughs> the spices, fragments, and oils were prepared on Friday. And Jesus, you know, before in Luke chapter 23, He was buried. And it was radical because Matthew 27 talks about it in John 19. And we're talking in Luke right now, chapter 24. Which is a radical chapter, man. It's oh God, I'm thank you, Lord. I'm so excited that I can't even imagine um, him dying for us on the cross because we're sinners, man. And 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 you're man. It's just amazing, Father. We come before you. We thank you for this uh, radical message, Lord. Holy Spirit, Lord, aid us today, Father. Come, Lord, meet meet us, Father. Meet us where you want us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys, man. And welcome back to Growing in His Word. Today we're going to talk about the resurrection of Jesus. He was in the grave. And they basically crucified him. It was amazing because, you know, there was the soldiers were mocking him. And they were offering him sour wine. And they were saying, if you were the king of the Jews, save yourself. And it's... It's, it's crazy because we're sinners and we don't deserve it. And they took him to Golgotha, which means the skull, Calvary. It's the Latin name for Golgotha. It's basically referred to the uh, geographical feature of the local place there. It resembles a skull. Today, it's a bus stop. <laughs> it's sad. It's true, but it is, man. Um, but however... We've seen the thief, the thieves on the cross, and we've seen how they were, you know, they weren't baptized, but yet they were on the cross with Jesus. And we've seen one of them mocking Jesus, and the other one was saying, remember me, remember me. This is the, this was, remark was amazing because while others mocked Jesus, he was recognizing that Jesus would live and rule and he wanted to be saved and take part of Christ's kingdom. It was the criminal who were hanged, blaspheming him, saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. One of them said that. And the crazy part is, remember Satan took Jesus on the high pinnacle and he told him, I'll give you all this if you bow to me. And Jesus was like, no way. It's for it's written that man shall not, you know, you know, he, he basically rebuked the devil. And Satan did not want Jesus to die for us because we're sinners. Listen, the criminals, one of the criminals said, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. He was mocking God. He was basically trying to get him to not die for humanity. And I think about that, believers. I think about all the things that we've done in this life and all, all the things that we have said and all the negative thoughts that we get from the enemy, from the devil, and how all the stuff that God wants us to do and, and, and all the, 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 the rottenness that, that has ever come before us, man. God is, he's, he's, he's going to clean it. By dying on the cross, he's going to say, you don't have to worry anymore. I'll clean it and I'll make it new. And 
It'll be radical. Listen to this. And this guy didn't want him to die. This is the enemy even using, the enemy was using one of these thieves even on his death stick. And Jesus was sitting there saying, and the other one, the other one in verse 40 says, but the other answering rebuked, saying, do not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation. He said, listen to this. Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? <laughs> He's like, dude, we just got hung, bro. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting on the cross together. He's telling him. Um, and we indeed, he said, justly for we receive the due reward for our deeds, man. I mean, he's, he's telling them, but this man, listen, but this man has done nothing wrong. He's talking about Jesus. Verse 42 says, then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom and believers, listen to this. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Remember this. Re this is the remark is so amazing because it, it, it's the it, they mock Jesus, his inability to save himself. And, and the thief recognized that Jesus would live and rule. And he wanted to be saved and take part of Christ's kingdom. And listen to this, believers. Jesus promised that that thief would be in paradise. And the, word, and the word paradise in Greek is paradisos, okay? And it literally means the garden or park. And it was, it was basically, you know, this is what it was, man. And, and, and we don't deserve it. But Jesus promised us eternal salvation, and it's amazing. Listen, we're going we're gonna to start with this chapter. I'm going to read a little bit in, in Matthew chapter 20. I'm sorry, Luke chapter 24. Um, and here he died. Jesus died. And now we're coming to the part in the grave in the last part of Luke chapter th uh, 23. Then they returned and, 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 and they prepared the spices, fragments, and oils. And they rested on the Shabbat, Sabbath, according to the commandment. Now listen to this. But before we go there, listen, back to the thieves. He did not even follow Jesus prior to getting crucified. He was a crook, a thief, a thief. Listen, my grandma used to say it all the time. A liar is a thief. A thief is a liar. If someone's going to lie to you, they're going to steal from you. It's, it's a fact. Whether it's your time, emotional, whatever it may be, they're going to steal it. He didn't even know Jesus Christ until he died. Man, this dude died on the cross with Jesus Christ. A thief. What, what does that tell us? That we suck. We'll never be able to come close to Christ's standards. But that's why he had to die for us, believers, non-believers. You may be thinking, man, I was up all night partying and I'm going to be okay. But you're just rolling the dice like the other thief that mocked Jesus. You're rolling the dice. And one day it's going to come up as snake eyes. 
And that's when you're going to meet your maker and that's it. And millions of people, it happens daily. Believers, so many people overdose of fentanyl and, and drug poisoning and alcohol poisoning and, and DUIs and start, it happens. And they end up like that other thief on the cross and they miss the mark. And yes, they miss the mark with money. If I had one more dollar, one more dollar, and they miss the mark, they get caught up in themselves and they miss the mark. What is the meaning of the resurrection? Now, on the first day of the, of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices, which they had prepared. Listen, but they found a stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? <laughs> Verse six says, is he not here, but he is risen? <laughs> Man, remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it, you guys? Here we have a man, 100% God and 100% human. He has the power over death. He's risen. He, 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 he is risen. Listen to this. We as believers are so afraid, but we have to understand that when we die, we live. But we must live for him. We must give everything that we have as believers to Jesus Christ. We must Follow him the way he wants us to follow him because it's it's the only way. Listen, anything that we do is our way. It's not going to work. Salvation only comes through Jesus Christ. It's amazing. Believers, he's so powerful. He, and he's alive today. He's alive right now. He's here. He's in us. He wants to work through us, but we have to be obedient and allow him. That's the key obedience, obedience, believers, this is radical because remember how he spoke to you, to you when he was still in Galilee. I remember I used to swim in Galilee and it was awesome saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. We're sinful. We're sinners. We're never going to amount to Jesus, man. And be crucified and on the third day rise again. He rose on the third day, man. It's amazing. And they remembered his words. They did. They were like, wow, I remember now. And they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the 11 and all the rest of it and all the rest. You know, it was Mary Magdalene jo uh, and Joanna, Mary, the mother of James and the other woman with them who told these things to the apostles. Now check this out, you guys. And their words seemed to them like, Idle tales, okay? Now, you got to imagine. I mean, you know, they're telling them, look, this guy's alive. It's amazing. And they did not believe them. They didn't believe him. They don't believe that he was, he was, they know he was crucified, but they don't believe he's alive. Listen, Galatians 5.24 says, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. That's what we believers have to do every day obedience, crucify the flesh.
because our natural desires are crooked and we have to put that away and follow Christ. Instead, we need to serve one another and love just like Jesus did. Remember when he, before he went to the cross, he washed the feet. He loved, he loved his disciples. He healed the sick, fed the 5,000, more than that. He, 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 he got out the demon, possessed people, believers. We gotta, we have to believe that this is what Christ wants us to do and we have to do it, believers. We can't, we can't be, we can't be discouraged even though the things that we see on TV are going on. We gotta, we gotta, we can't focus on that. We gotta focus on Jesus is alive. He's here. But I can't see him. Listen, have faith. Hebrews 11 talks about the honor of faith. Read that. Listen, believe. It says they didn't believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb and stooping down, he, 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 he saw the linen clothes lying to them by themselves. And he departed laughing to himself at what, a, at what had happened. Because remember when he, when he was in John 13, when he was washing his feet. Remember. Remember. John, thir- John chapter 13 where it talks about now before the feast of the Pesach, the Passover, when, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, he, he would depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. And support and supper being ended, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simonson, to betray him. We're going to have that. People are going to betray us. But we got to shake it off. Listen, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper. Listen, what did I just say? It's, it's amazing. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God. Wow, there it is right there rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel, girded himself. After that, he poured his water. In Hebrew, ma'im, it's called ma'im water. He poured the ma'im, ma'im into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel in which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter and Peter and he said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, what I am doing what I am doing, you do not understand right now. But you will know after this. And Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. But Jesus answered to him, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. He's talking about forgiveness. He's going to forgive us, man. He's going to die for us on the cross. Listen, Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him and said, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Forgiveness, forgiveness, wow. Simon Peter, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Believers. Believers. Jesus Christ Loves us. The washing was a symbol of a spiritual cleansing. And Peter did not participate in the cleansing. If he didn't do that, he would not enjoy the fellowship with Christ. He remembered. 
He remembered this. Listen, back to Luke chapter 24. And he remembered this. His eyes were open and he, and listen to this. He knew it. Peter knew it. When we come back to this verse, we're, we're coming back now. Peter remembered this in John 13. When his feet was being washed, lying, lying, lying by themselves, and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. He was marveling. It was almost like it all came together now. Believers, we don't have to worry. We are forgiven. It doesn't mean we have to use God's grace as a crutch and keep smoking dope and, and drinking alcohol and cheating and lying and stealing and sinning and then go to save a bunch of you know, Hail Marys and we're done with it. No, we don't do that. Once When we ask for forgiveness, believers, we leave it at Christ's feet. We ask for forgiveness and we leave it. We don't got to go back and dig up our sins. Satan does that already. He's good at making us feel nasty and he's good about making us feel like we're not loved. He's good about making us feel that nobody cares about us. Satan is good about making us feel that we're alone and he wants to single us out. But the cross is more than that symbol. It's a symbol of forgiveness. It's a symbol of mercy, compassion. It's, it's so many of them you guys can think of in your mind right now. Put it there. It's a radical testimony that our Father Jesus Christ can help us on this Easter Sunday. He is risen and he is alive He's not church once a week. He's church every day of our lives, believers, every second. And yes, we're going to blow it. We're going to blow it. We're going to say things that aren't right with God sometimes, but Jesus in us will convict us. He won't condemn us because therefore there is no condemnation for those in Christ. Believers, I don't, Personally, like the Easter Sunday story every Sunday, every year. Okay, yeah, he's risen. Everybody come to the Lord right now. That's it, dude. Come to the Lord every day. Believers, come to my channel every day. Come and study. Come to the well. Remember the woman at the well. Jesus was with the woman at the well. She was thirsty. Remember, she was a Samaritan woman. She came to draw water and Jesus said to her to give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. <laughs> he was like, go get some food, guys. I got some work to do. And the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a, a, a woman, a Samaritan? Jews don't share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and what it is that is saying you, to you, Give me a drink. You would ask. You would have asked him and he would give you living water. The woman said to her, sir, you have no bucket and the well is deep. And Jesus is thinking, you got deep problems, but I can, I can, I can bucket you out and bail you out. Where do you get the living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them and will never be thirsty, the water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water 
so that I may never be thirsty or, or, or have to keep coming to the water to draw again. It's a void. Listen, like Peter said, wash all of me. Wash my feet, wash my body, Jesus. There's forgiveness. There's mercy. Bro, it's radical. It's so powerful. It's a, it's a thirst. People are thirsty. And Jesus will fill it. He, he fulfilled it by dying on the cross. And he's risen. He has risen. And you may say, well, what do I do? How am I led? How does God draw close to me? Remember, believers, he left his Holy Spirit. The woman at the well had five husbands. <laughs> Nasty. But God, God forgave her. Listen to this. He, he said this. You worship what you do not know, but we worship what we know. For he said we. You see that we? He's already talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in him. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews, but the hour is coming and now is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit in truth. Believers, the Father seeks such as these to worship him. Listen, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. And Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Boom. Right there. There's no more to say. You don't got a thirst anymore, woman. And the proof is his resurrection. Listen, read it. Luke 24, verse 33. Isn't that interesting? 33 and, a, and is when he, the age that he died. And that's the proof of his resurrection right here. Look. Luke 24, 33, verse 33. Verse 30. He was 33 when he died. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 and those who were with him gathered together saying, the Lord is risen. <laughs> Indeed, and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road. That was the mass. And how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. Remember that in John 13. And now as this, they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it, that, it, that it is I myself, handle me and see for the spirit does not have flesh and bones. You see, I have. And when he had said this, he showed him his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy, believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, have you have any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some Honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And this is what he said. Listen to this, believers. This is crazy, man. I love it. 
Jesus said to them, he said, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning men, concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Believers, listen to me, please. Like the woman at the well, forgiveness, mercy, compassion. Let your cup be filled through Christ, who is the, has the unconditional love for you, and, and all can come freely to him. All. Jesus has opened a way for everyone. If you're hurting right now, listen, believers, if you're hurting right now, Jesus has come to you. He's alive. You don't have to worry anymore. You don't have to fret. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to be scared. Believers, listen to me. Nothing matters anymore but the love that we have for one another. The cross is beyond beautiful. The cross is a symbol of forgiveness, mercy, love, uniqueness. Jesus Christ alone can forgive us no matter what we're going through. He can forgive us of every sin that we get into. Believers, don't let the devil lie to you no more. You've sinned now, be done with it. You've tasted a little bit of sin. Satan wants to keep saying to you, now you can't be forgiven now. He wants to lie to you just like Peter told Jesus, don't die for us. And Jesus told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Listen, it's time now, believers. It's time to throw away your, 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 your pride or whatever you may have your heart, you're hiding, you're harboring. Listen, throw it away. Ask Christ to forgive you right now. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I want to come back, Father. I don't want to live in that wayward like I was living. I don't want to live like that because it's, it's no good, Lord. Lord, forgive me for my sins right now. I want to come back to you, Father. I want to come back to the cross. It's about you, Lord. You're alive, Jesus, and you're able to forgive me. I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, believers, you need to ask. Come and don't worry. Listen, you've made mistakes. We all make them. Satan has always set out to condemn us even before we were born. He already foreknown, the, the Lord foreknown already what was gonna happen. Listen, he's here for you. Jesus is here for you. The enemy wants to lie, cheat, manipulate you, think that you're no good. He won't be, you can't pay your bills. You gotta sell drugs. You gotta do this. Don't do it. Listen, don't do it. Lying, cheating, it all catches up. It's a fast lie that Satan promises us to get ahead. But the Lord is there to forgive us and strengthen us and show us that our faith is bigger than our problems. Our problems are nothing believers compared to what Jesus did on the cross for us. You may think, well, you don't know what I've gone through. You know what? Jesus went through worse. Jesus had his whole life. He, he put his life on the cross for our sins. And he said, let this cup be passed. Jesus Christ, he sweated blood before he died for us. He prayed so hard, he sweated blood. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. He sweated blood. Then he died and went on the cross and he saved a thief. And all of us, he died for all of us. Imagine that. And then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer.
and to rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all. What a radical, radical, radical. Nations beginning at Jerusalem and you are a witness of these things and this is the promise. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until they, until they are endued with the power from up high. Listen, believers. Listen. We need to focus. Let us focus our heart and mind on what occurred behind that heavy stone and know it was accomplished for us. We don't have to worry anymore. God is good. God is able and he loves us. He loves us with an everlasting love. May the Lord bless you guys on this Easter Sunday. And remember, be the light. Be the, be the light for Jesus. Be the witness. Jesus pointed out to the disciples that they were called to testify to his work. Be the light. The Holy Spirit is here. Remember, Christ has a plan for you guys. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's here now. He loves you guys. Listen, don't worry about anything. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and, and pray that his plan in your life will come to, you know, it will come. Anything you ask. God bless you guys, man. We love you guys. And and, and thank you for growing in this word. This, this is Easter. Get out there and enjoy the, the Lord Jesus. Get out there and enjoy his fruits that he's given us. Be the light. Continue to shine for other non-believers. And you non-believers out there, look, he loves you. You can be forgiven. Just call on the name of Jesus and you'll be saved. Just like the thief, ask him into your heart and you too will be in paradise. God bless you guys. Thank you for growing in this word.